News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Minister, just before we get to other issues, what, what is this? This is a, an Oireachtas report saying this should happen, this idea of a vacant property tax. What is the government position on it? Yeah, firstly, good morning, Shane. And um, The position at the moment is that we have in the Housing for All plan, which I've discussed on your show a number of times, a commitment to gather data on vacancy with a view to bringing in a vacant property tax. I was listening to Kira there, and there's some, you know, some validity in what she's saying as well. We need to know why homes are vacant. I believe we do need a vacant property tax, but there will be, in some instances, good reasons as to why, uh, you know, homes may be vacant, such as long-term illness and things like that. And I don't think people would want to be taxing people who are in that situation. So, there's been. Quite a significant amount of work has been done by the Department of Finance and Revenue, and as part of the local property tax review last year, that data was being collated or collected last year and being interrogated right now as to see what we really Have we seen that data yet, Minister? Do, I haven't do you, yet, Shane, uh, no. but uh, that's been dead straight with you. I haven't yet. Um, that, that data is being worked through. We'll have the census data as well. We have given that commitment, and I think there is... Uh, a lot of merit uh, in a vacant property tax if it's targeted in the right way. I, Coupled with other things, you know, like yeah. you do need that incentive. And, 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 I don't think anyone's arguing it's, it's the only solution, but I, th- I thought yeah. previously the government had said there would be such a tax introduced in 2022. Yeah, is, that, is, that, 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 is that still that the is, case? That, that's our intention, absolutely. Um, it is a commitment that we've given. In, you in kind of want to get on with it, though, wouldn't you? I mean, we're, we're, all, we're almost out of May at this point. Well, I think any, budget, any tax measures are generally, bu- generally brought in in the budget. The okay. budget will be in October. So, you know, we, we had flagged that. Uh, in fairness, there, you know, when you, when you listen to people with regard to the levels of vacancy across Ireland, depending on the report and including the Joint Oireachtas report that will come out tomorrow, the Joint Oireachtas Committee report, some, that data can vary wild, you know, wildly. So it's important to get a real handle on what, on what is the level of vacancy. I think all of us know from travelling around the country, going through our towns and villages, as you have said, we will see uh, in every town and village you know, good properties on the main streets uh, and, and in the village cores. I'm looking to help that, not just by way of a tax that may be brought forward, but by a grant for homeowners where they would be able to, for first-time buyers and others, be able to get assistance to do those properties up to bring them back into the market. Mm. Uh, and we're going to be launching that in the coming weeks by way of the Creek Kona Towns and Villages Fund because lots of young and not-so-young people are talking to me and they're saying, look, if I had some assistance to be able to help to get this, this home back into use, I'd buy it, I'd live in it. You know, but there could be additional expense depending on how long those properties are, are vacant. So there's a number of things okay. that we can do, a number of things particularly on the planning side, which we've done already to exempt planning for commercial premises if you're going to convert them into residential and that started to work pretty well across the country already okay are, are you uh, confident that there will be such a measure introduced uh, in, in the budget of a vacant property tax well i hope so like that's what we're planning to do um okay. and what the about data. the zoned land tax uh, the the, the Rockies yeah. committee is saying that should be increased beyond the planned three percent rate would you look at increasing it beyond three percent well We've, there's a really, firstly, in relation to the, the, the zone land tax, there's a significant amount of work that's been done on that. This requires us to go through effectively every zoning right across the country. And it will mean that we're, you know, 
that for people who are sitting on zoned lands that there would be a significant disincentive of a tax per annum uh, and that would roll up on the basis that uh, the land hasn't been, been brought in to be developed or commenced uh, construction on. So, look, the, the percentage amount we flagged as 3% to start it off, um, and I think that's sufficient right now. I'll wait to see the Joint Oireachtas Committee report tomorrow. I believe it's going to be published, and any uh, suggestions or recommendations within it, I'll certainly have an open mind on, and I will have okay. a look at and, and and assess the merits of each of the recommendations as, as, as they're brought to me. Can I ask you just quickly about one other story uh, that is uh, making headlines this morning? Nine out of ten builders say they're no longer prepared to commit to fixed-price contracts as a result of the surge uh, in inflation in the construction industry. That will have major implications for private and uh, state sector tendering, won't it? Yeah, I read that piece just this morning from the CIF about the survey, and I'm not sure exactly when that was taken because we've brought forward the inflation cooperation framework, which was Minister Michael McGrath has done a lot of work with because we recognise inflation, particularly since January, is a big issue for construction uh, in, in particular. And we've brought forward a scheme there that Minister McGraw will publish actually probably this week or early, early next, where we will offer burden sharing um, to ensure that developments continue. And these can be our schools, homes, social housing, uh, strategic projects, and that we would look on a 70 30 uh, basis. So the state sharing the burden of the level of increase in the short term, 70%, 30%, to make sure that those existing fixed price contracts. Uh, continue. Uh, obviously, that will be done on an open book basis, whereby uh, you know the the inflation in cost of materials uh, can be proven. Uh, and I understand that that's been approved by cabinet uh, a couple of weeks ago. And I understand in the coming days, Minister McGrath will will publish that. I do think that that will help. It has actually been welcomed by the sector. The last thing we need right now is for important infrastructural developments, be that housing or otherwise. Uh, for contractors not to be able to complete those works. And we do recognise right across Europe we've seen and the developed world a significant increase in inflation, largely due to supplies and material issues with regard to the war in Ukraine, but also uh, attributed as well to the ending of the the pandemic. So it's something that that we've we've already worked on, and I I would expect that to assist uh, many of those people who participated in that survey so we will not see a situation whereby people are walking off sites or or schemes aren't continued that's our priority to make sure that work continues Uh, Minister you are going to be busy today you're going to be opening Ireland's largest purpose built scheme for older people in Crumlin on the south side of Dublin today just tell us about that yeah, look, it's a fantastic development. It's on uh, St. Agnes's Avenue, 103 one-bedroom apartments, purpose-built for older persons, many of whom were you know, in, in other homes that, that, that Dublin City Council have, and they're moving into more appropriate accommodation here. It's one of a number of schemes, actually. This one we funded is a tune of $3.5 so it's really great. I'm looking forward to opening that this, this afternoon and meeting residents there. Just a few weeks ago, I visited another scheme in Dolphins Park in Dolphins Barn, where we had 43, uh, you know, purpose-built senior accommodation for people. And these, I mean, a lot of these people can be in older homes that were there, larger homes that were able to now re-tenants to families and that. So, you know, it's a real focus of what we're doing to make sure that where we can and when people are given the choice to be able to right-size and, and uh for as long as possible for them to have an age in place so the developments make sense for them. They're still in their local area. So I'm looking forward to going to Crumlin to viewing the scheme myself and 
officially opening. I think it's a really, really good day. And just Fold Housing Association, in conjunction with ourselves, have done a really, really good job on this. So I'm looking forward to seeing it later on today. Okay, uh, just very finally, look, there's loads happening, uh, and you're announcing loads, and, and you've talked about things that are coming down the pipeline. I just it was an interesting piece. You, I'm not sure if you had time to read it yesterday by Connor Skeen in the Sunday Independent, basically saying warning about the government, uh, a government's meddling in the property sector, and saying. Often it can do more harm than good. Is that something that worries you? That you know, you think, however well intentioned it might be, we a- we may actually make things worse by intervening. I didn't read the piece specifically yet. I, I will do, but look, I'm acutely aware of any measures we take have got to be, you know, um, calibrated and and carefully yeah. brought forward. He talked about any, any sorry, Minister, and, and and I accept you haven't read the piece, but he talked about the worrying reemergence of the help the builder mentality that ruined the economy back in two thousand and six. No, I don't look. The big focus for us is to is to increase supply, and that's happening, which is good, and we're seeing that on commencement of units about thirty five thousand units up to homes up to the end of March twenty twenty two. That's the highest twelve months rolling total. Since, since 2011, we're seeing you know much more engagement from the first-time buyer sector. About 23,000 um, uh, mortgages, mortgages in the year to again to March 2022. It's the highest amount since 2007. Any of the measures government are bringing forward are to support social housing in a scale that we haven't seen before, and to really tackle the issue of affordability. And they're about helping the homeowner and the purchaser, like what we're doing with the first home shared equity, which means that people who are renting right now, who are living with their folks, are going to have assistance from the state to bridge the unaffordability gap between the finance they have and the finance they need by the state okay. helping them by taking an equity. So all of those measures are targeted. They're, uh, they're starting to work. Like cost rental, we didn't have 12 months ago. So we have, we have people in place in long-term secure tenancies paying about 50% of what the market rent is now. Uh, and we'll have hundreds more this okay. year. So when we haven't had affordable housing for 15 years, it takes a while to build it up. But, you know, any of the measures we take are well-planned, well-targeted at those who need them. And that, that's our real focus. OK, we will leave it there. Minister for Housing, Local Government and Heritage. Thank you indeed for talking to News Talk Breakfast uh, this morning. Daryl O'Brien there. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.